2: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: <laughs> the home for Atlanta sports on the weekend. On the weekend. Whole weekend. Atlanta
3: sports doesn't stop for the weekend, and neither do we. The, 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 the weekend. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
5: Acuna smashes this to center. Don't even bother chasing it. My goodness. A homer in all three games in the series. And Ronald Acuna is saying, MVP, that sounds pretty good to me.
4: 454. 54 Gordon on Valley Sports as the Braves beat the Dodgers three straight times. And it's not just beating the Dodgers three straight times. There's so much invested in this. This is why I love this overreaction. And welcome back. To the uh, – it's not really an overreaction. I think it's a correct reaction, actually. Uh, to the uh, – some national people probably think it's an overreaction. To the uh, Northern Kia Studios with John Fricky on this Sunday. Two more hours of you. We, we got a lot of questions to get into. You are my guests at 404-726-0929. We don't have guests that we schedule in. You are the guest, and that's why I want you to jump into the program here. Acuna's home run, the 454-footer. It was 121 miles an hour, 121.2 to be exact. That was what they call the exit below, the exit velocity, how fast it came off the bat. The hardest hit ball in the major leagues this year. So the dude hits three home runs in three games. He gets married on top of that. He goes to L.A. where they're talking about the Dodgers are the hottest team in the world, and they were. Mookie's going to win the MVP, and we're trying to push that, and he did have two home runs in the first game, and you oh, almost caught that one, didn't he? This the first one. Anyway, um, he gets two stolen bases. He hits home runs in every game. The Braves beat them in a slugfest. The Braves beat them in extra innings. They beat them in a pitcher's duel. They beat them, they beat them everywhere possible. Now, they, if they sweep them today and 4 o'clock is the first pitch, four ten with Charlie Morton on the mound, that would just be like a little, you know, if the Dodgers win today, all right. You know, it's like the Braves have proven everything. I, I want to win the game, don't get me wrong, but the Braves have proven everything. That's all they – the Braves have proven everything that they needed to. On this road trip, they're 8-1. They went from four games up to seven. <laughs> they're doing to the Dodgers what they did to – throw it again! The New York mess. What they did to the Phillies. What they did to the Marlins early in the season. What they did to the – the Guardians were like the hottest team of baseball when they caught them. They take the hottest team of baseball and beat them down. They step on their neck, and now they just have to keep this killer. It's killer instinct. That's what it is. I mean, Ronald Acuna wants to kill these guys because he came in going, I feel a little disrespected, so I'm going to kill him." (laughs) That's what he did. (laughs) I love it. Matt Olson, I need you to lay your bat off and start killing people too, okay? (laughs) You know, there's an old saying, you know, it's not what you do. Everybody's going to win 52 and lose 52. It's what you do in the other 52 uh, that counts. Well, so far this season, the Braves have played 145 games, right? So everybody should have won 45 and lost 45. It's what you do in the other 45 that counts. Well, the Braves have won 45. They've lost 45. And in the other 45 games, the Braves are 45-0. and 0. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. Oh, I love this. I know they haven't won nothing yet, but let me have my fun, okay? Uh, let's get to your calls and your overreaction. We're overreacting to Mike Bobo in Georgia. We're overreacting to Florida's loss, to Utah, to uh, everything that happened in college football. You name it, you pick it, and there's a lot to talk about. are certainly overreacting to the Atlanta Braves uh, knocking off the Dodgers again for the third straight time. Let's go to Bobby. He's on with John. Hey, Bobby, welcome to the uh, program.
6: Hey, John, I appreciate you taking my call. Sure, of course. Talk, we talk, okay. We talked earlier uh, about the uh, run trade deadline about the break going against started pitching. And um, I, I got to give them an epitome that when they were going through that little scratch, it's probably because, you know, playing baseball, if you pitch so long, you get what they call dead on. And now they, I think they will got their second win, and that's why we're seeing them pitch so well now. Um, I agree with you everything, man. I'm glad the Corey is showing just how great he is. And now I really believe he's going to end up here in 40 home runs because I think that he figured out if I just cut down my swing, so that what Ron Gant did back in the day when, uh, when two strikes and just hit the ball the other way. to get me a hit, take the hit. And um, I'm just really loving what I see him. Um, I'm enjoying it also, man, with Debray. And um, I just hope that, you know, all things, bro, I think they can hold him back his health. Well, I just pray to God, keep the hell good, and I think we can take this
4: thing. But um, what do you say about it? Yeah, no, I, and, and getting Kyle right back would be a big help too. Here, uh, look, yeah. I will say this. I think you know. I think you make a, a good point here, Bobby. I thought you know when he got thirty sixty and and, and hit the grand slam the other night. I said you know what's he going to end up with? You know thirty five. Could he end up thirty five eighty? For example, he's at thirty two mm-hmm. sixty three right now. Um, I think you might be right. He might not actually get to 80 steals because I think he may kind of turn now. And, you know, he's got 32 home runs. He's got 27 games to go. I think he's thinking, boy, I wouldn't mind getting, you know, I wouldn't mind getting 40 home runs as long as he doesn't get two home run happy. So, but, you know, I mean, at this point, as long as they, you know, as long as they end up the number one seed, they're about to eliminate everybody. If he wants to take a shot at that, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't want him to get out of his swing, but, um, you know, if he's just rounding into form, I think eight home runs, eight home runs in the next twenty-seven games is doable.
6: Yeah, because um, I just think that we're watching probably like like that uh, earlier. I said to my Willie Mays, I never got a chance. I'm uh, not that, that old enough to see him in my forty. But um, I agree with him that there's certain players that you just know when you see they they just great. And I believe this man can do whatever He wants on the baseball field. So if he really wants to go for forty, I think he can. He can do that. <laughs> no, no problem. And I think right now, just to shit all these people up, I think that's what he's going to do. Because, you know, people really did the long ball. And if he goes on a home run, like I, I think he's probably about to do now, he's uh, it, going to be a wrap. <laughs> um, to well, Georgia, it's, all, it's, already, it's already,
4: already yeah, it's already a wrap. But yeah, go ahead.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um, but getting to Georgia, I did get some of because the score was kind of low. And I agree with what uh, what you were saying about it. But I ain't going to lie, it kind of scared me at first. Like, what's going on? It's a team should beat, but uh, broadcasting not brought that point. I ain't think about with the transfer transfer portal going on. That Georgia a lot of times they'll get those third or fourth screen guys, in the, and that's part of the reason why they keep a lot of guys where us school lose guys. Because if I'm not playing, then I'm gonna go to a school where I can play it. So that's actually a smart thing about what Kirby do is that you know you you get them into the game, you get them to the spirit and let some of these young guys play because I'm sure if they play their first screen the whole game, they probably could have put eight 80 point. But it's better to get those young guys in there so that they they just take the play so they make them want to stay around, you know. Yeah, I, I think, I, I I think like that's all cool. I think that's all
4: part of it I mean yeah. right I mean because we saw both Brock uh, Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton yesterday I think that's all part of it I mean they went 10 12 deep in the receiver core they went six or seven deep in the running back core and and they did that across all, all positions they they want to make sure they get playing time for all these guys because they got to get tape on them and I appreciate the call thank you uh Bobby they got to get play you know tape on all these guys these are exhibition games uh so there's a lot of that going on so and again you have Mike Bobo this is a temporary defense of Mike Bobo for all the haters out there who are screaming on the on the X on the Twitter, whatever it is, uh, about how Mike Bobo sucks and he has got to go, is that Mike Bobo is uh, working with a, uh, you know, a first, you know, starting quarterback, never started before, and uh, and, and just trying to keep it as vanilla as possible, because he's not going to show South Carolina anything, there's no reason. What is the difference between 48-7 to and 78-7? to The answer is none, okay? There really isn't. All right, here's some of the, I want you to hear something, okay? Here's some of the scores from yesterday. All right, Cincinnati scored sixty six. USC scored sixty six. Syracuse beat Colgate sixty five to nothing. All right, um, Oregon beat Portland State yesterday. Okay, they beat Portland State eighty one to seven. That was the final score of the game. Oregon beat Portland State eighty one to seven. Should we give Oregon number one votes based on that? I, I'm curious. All right, Syracuse beats Colgate sixty five to nothing. Did you know? I mean, you're playing a bunch of toothpaste and you beat them sixty five to nothing. And so does that do they get number one picks? Are you gonna rank them over Georgia? How about Ole Miss beating Mercer? Poor Mercer. <laughs> you bears down in Macon. Ole Miss beat Mercer seventy three to seven. You ready to say Lane Kiffin's team is better than Georgia? And give them a number. Oklahoma beat Arkansas State. Why is Butch Jones still a coach? Does anybody know? Butch Jones is terrible. Arkansas State got beat seventy three to nothing. By Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma beat him seventy three to nothing. All right. I'm just saying. You ready to give any of those teams a number one pick? Uh, you know, I mean, you've, if you're voting this week, are you doing that? Let's go to John. He's on with us here. Again, It's just, don't, over, don't overanalyze this. Just, you know. We're go to Shaka. Okay, let's go to Shaka first. Hey, Shaka.
7: Hey, John. What's going on, man? Great show as always. Um, dogs, I'm not going to say too much. It was good to see a week one where, you know, you actually have some stuff for Kirby. Kirby was losing his mind. He has so much he can coach and build upon, and that's great. You know, that's great to me. I, I think it's, it's good to see kids who uh, may need to be humbled or, or, you know, need stuff to work on, and I, I love it. Go dogs. you know. I agree with everything you said on the dogs front. With the Braves, um, John. You know, not only did, like, not only did Ronald, like, shut up all of his doubters, and a previous one of the previous callers talking about the Braves are America's team, which they are, but I have a, uh, I have a coworker, a friend, uh, who's from Japan, and I learned two things from him. Number one, in Japan, they don't have any restrictions on Internet speed. There's no loading. There's none of that. It's just straight, straight through. Number two, I learned from him that but behind the Yankees, the Braves are the team in Japan, and he said he also said that most people like to go against the the evil Empire in New York, so uh, it may be Braves number one. We're a worldwide brand. It's not nationwide, it's worldwide. The genius of what Ted Turner did, making the lovable losers into champions back in the nineties. Which we, you know, which was a lot of us, that was our experience with the Braves going through the triplets and all that stuff, going worst to first. Um, we are now worldwide. And the hate that we get in the media, which you've said, I don't even pay attention to it anymore, you know, and you know more than anybody because of your experience. I don't, I don't care anymore. I, I pay attention to, like you said, we're building a roster that's built for a dynasty. And I, I encourage other Braves fans not to get bummed out when the national media who pays attention to the, the big markets don't get bummed out when these, when these bums don't talk about the Braves the way they should to. Take it as a sign of honor. It, there, there, are, there are Braves haters everywhere, and I love it because when we win another championship or two or three, there's nothing they can say. They'll be forced to, to reckon – they'll be forced to understand what kind of power we are. And I'll just – Yeah, we just got to finish man. the deal.
4: No, I know. Yeah, w- winning winning solves everything. Winning shuts up everybody. You know, they, they – but they don't, don't kid yourself. And hey, Shaka, i got to get to a break, and I appreciate you're always welcome. And Shaka calls in quite a bit, and we appreciate his insights here. Uh, don't don't kid yourself. If the Braves get into a World Series, uh, it'll be about the other team. <laughs> It just will be, you know, it's the way they work. Again, the media in New York and L.A. is a bunch of elitists. I know, and I get it. I saw it, I lived it. I had to check myself on it. I understand how you can fall into it. It's a trap. And you think, it really is. You live in a different, it's a different world than you can imagine. Okay. It just is. And when, you, when you're living in it, and I was living in it, you're like, oh, wow, this is okay. I see how, okay. That's uh, all coming up here. Let's talk a little bit about it. It's an overreaction Sunday afternoon on Sports Radio 92 Time the game. Uh, your take on, uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing somebody come in here and tell me what they thought about some of the uh, winners and losers here of college football. And, of course, your thoughts on the Braves as well as they are shutting the Dodgers and the national media up. Oh, <laughs> Ronald Acuna is doing it, too. Uh, The Freddy memes are going to rock again today, I I hope, on Sports Radio 90 time, the Game in the Odyssey app.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
8: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
0: Our Atlanta United play
5: here. Oh my
3: goodness! If it matters to a United fan, hear it first, even on the weekend.
5: Your weekend plays here.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: From the Northern Kia studios, John Friggy with you on a Sunday afternoon. No, I do have to say this, uh, just kind of broadly here, and we'll get to your calls at 404 726 tonight. Between me and you here, um, you know, I'm not going to get a chance to do a lot of these shows moving forward here uh, through football season because I'm going to be hosting college football game time, which we did yesterday with uh, Abe Gordon and Garrett Chapman. And then I'm going to be hosting a uh, Wade Ford with uh, Harper LaBelle and Joe Patrick coming up. Uh, that'll begin next, next Sunday as we get the uh, Falcons, uh, the, well, I guess, you know, a week from today, right? Falcons and Panthers in the opening game at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So I'm not going to get a chance to do this much. I will be back on 10 to 2 tomorrow. Uh, you know, as much as I loved hosting the morning show for all those years uh, with you and uh, and you had all those fun, you know, for a long time. Uh, and uh, for all, as much as I enjoyed that, for as much as I enjoy, and I do really enjoy working uh, and filling in, on Steakhouse and on Andy and Randy and, and with uh you know with Carl and Mike. Uh as and I love doing it. Okay. It's it's a really a lot of fun. But for all of that, you know, that I've I've been doing done at the station here, this is my favorite show to do. And the reason it's my favorite show to do is I get to talk to you. And that's when I came when I left Fox Sports Radio, uh, you know, when ninety two nine the game went on the air in uh, October of 2012, because Carl and I are the only two left (laughs) from when it started, Uh, and and, and Terry Fox at the time said to me, do you really want to leave the network? Because I had to take a pretty big pay cut. And talked to my wife about it, and I said, look, my entire career, I've always – I am a gigantic Falcons fan, a gigantic Braves fan. I'm a Hawks fan. Of course, there was no United at the time. I have always wanted to talk directly to – and, you know, in Fox, I would have, you know, people from Atlanta call – but I always wanted to talk directly to the fans at Atlanta because these are my teams. I've always wanted to talk about my teams. And so from a media standpoint, this was an opportunity for me. And I'm glad I made the move, too, because I got to do the morning show for eight years. So, I mean, I, I, I'm, glad I, uh, I, I'm glad I made the move. And when the morning show ended, I'm glad I stayed. Uh, and, you know, because I, I wanted to stay to do this, to talk to you. at four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Interesting on Georgia, just for a moment on that, in my opinion. You'll have yours. We have. I'm not right. I'm just. I'm not right any more than you're right. I mean, we can disagree. We, you have an opinion. I have an opinion. So, in my opinion, among the winners and losers of the of the weekend in college football so far, of course, we have games today, um, the including LSU and, and Florida State tonight. Mike Bell and uh, Bo Johnson are holding down the forward up there. They're at the game. I, I can sit here and tell you that Mike and Bo will be sober at the game. Okay. <laughs> um. Georgia's not among the winners or the losers because th- th- it's what it was, okay? So, I mean, they didn't win, but they didn't lose. No, no, no. I mean, winners. I mean, Prime was a winner. His son, Shadur, was a winner. No question. You know, say what you like about the fact that they may get run off the field by Washington or Oregon or USC or all three or Utah or anybody else. You know, for a week, you know, hey, listen, give him, give the man his props. He was a winner. 68 new players. 68. Fired the whole team, sixty-eight new players, and they went to TCU on the road again. Whether it was the same TCU too, they still in front of a record crowd at TCU. They won the game. Give him the you know. Give give him his moment. Hugh Freeze is a winner at Auburn. They played UMass, I understand, but you know he's starting twelve of twelve transfers, so he's got to get that team rolling in the right direction uh, in, in a big hurry. God is Bobby Petrino a winner? I guess so. I don't want to go there. Uh, uh, losers, uh, South Carolina's loser. I mean, again, Spencer Rattler didn't throw a touchdown. North Carolina shut them down a little bit. You know South Carolina had negative two yards rushing? Negative two yards rushing. And you got to play Georgia in a couple of weeks. I'm going to think that Georgia's rush defense is a little bit better than North Carolina. Florida is the biggest loser of the week. We all know that. Billion Napier's buyout, by the way, $32 million. Oh, well, one of our guys could pay that. Well, I mean, it, you're spending somebody else's money. If you feel that way, you can start a GoFundMe. All right? Just saying. And Nebraska, because, you know, new guys, same as the old guy. They fired Scott Frost because he couldn't win the close games, and he would blow games at the end. All right. And my Huskers have to play in Boulder in the home opener against Prime next week. Okay, great. Let's go to uh, John. We're talking about the Braves with this shut-me-up juice, and this is a case of shut-me-up juice, and it's not just that they're winning the games. They're beating the Dodgers in every way possible, and they're doing it with Ronald Acuna Jr. just going,
5: (laughs) It's great.
4: Uh, Let's go to Smooth. Uh, Hey, Smooth, welcome to the show.
5: No, it's still John, John.
4: Oh, hey, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead.
5: It's all right. I've got a couple of takes. Uh, First is a Braves take. You know, in 21, it was the voting act, so they're going to take the All-Star game away. Now it's long into the season, and you're going to throw a couple of guys in the mix for the MVP. You know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Muncie, the Dodger infielder, had a, a funny quote, and he said, well, you know, they're playing good. But it doesn't really matter now. When the playoffs come around, I got news for them. It does matter now because something that was shocking to me that, that I saw, Valenzuela, Hershiser, and Koufax are not coming out of the bullpen to start their games. We, believe it or not, have the upper hand in starting pitching, which is it hasn't been probably for the last decade when you talk about the Dodgers. And Ronnie's doing what Ronnie does. And he's still a kid. He loves the game. And whether he's not the MVP, it doesn't matter because a ring's coming back to Atlanta in 23. That's my first take. My second take is... Carson Beck is not going to be the star. Right,
4: well, hang on, hang on, hang on, John. I'll let you, I'll let you do uh, – uh, just let me weigh in on the first one. I didn't know if you're going to have another Braves take here. I agree with you. I think it does matter. And when Max Muncy says it doesn't matter, that's just, you know, he's trying to deflect here because he knows it matters. And it matters on multiple fronts. It matters from a technical standpoint in that, you know, the Braves are I – mean, Dodgers are not going to get – the number one oh, – number one over, right? It matters from a, you know, kind of a, an award standpoint because the MVP race, the MVP race is over. Over, 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 done, done, done. Everybody turned their card in. Acuna's winning in a route. Does not matter what happens the final 27 games. He went onto this stage and did that. End of story. Historic year. Done. Okay. It's over. I'm not, there's nothing There's nothing anyone else can do to win the MVP. Not Freddie Freeman, not Matt Olsen, not Mookie Betts. Nobody can win the – Ronald Acuna in a route. Now, here matters more importantly than that, though, John. This is why this matters. These Braves are in the Dodgers' heads. They were in the Dodgers' heads when the, they were up 3-1 in the in the COVID year when the Dodgers didn't expect them to be even remotely close to their league, and the Dodgers had to rally to win that and went, oh. And then they were in their heads when Eddie Rosario hit that three-run bomb at Truist Park. They're in their heads now because the Dodgers were the hottest team of baseball with the MVP candidate, and the Braves walked in there and shut them down, and they went, oh, we aren't even close to being the best team in baseball. We were wrong. And that's what Max Munson was saying.
5: When, Uh-oh. when when John, when – when Freddie yucks it up, you know a guy hits a single, he's on first. Freddie's yucking it up with him, or or whatever. When when Ronnie hit that grand slam, he turned his back. He turned his back. He couldn't even he couldn't even watch. And I'm telling you, you are right. We're in their heads, and we're gonna stay in their heads. Uh, as far as the Bulldogs go, I'm not a Bulldog fan. But Carson Beck is not going to be under center if they get to a national championship game. Vander all right. Well, Riff I have to see how that kind be. of J- – John, Vander since
4: you're not a Bulldogs fan. Hang on, John, since you're no, not no, a Bulldogs fan. I've got
5: a good take. I've got a good take. All right. Okay, yeah, fine. I know, I, know you're huge, I know you're a huge Bulldog fan. Look, hey, it's like Ric Flair. They're the best thing going. I don't, I don't argue that. All I'm saying is Vandergriff will be the guy under center – when they play for a national championship, that's all I'm saying. And, and, my, and that may be think,
4: true. We'll see how that plays out. Okay, my, but get the man. Give the man. Go ahead.
5: My final take is about Freddie. I'm so happy when Olson hits a home run. We can get a pan of the dugout, and he's sitting on the bench smiling instead of Freddie's wife. I've seen better smiles from Mister Ed. I'll see you. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I appreciate it, John. All right, a couple of takes on the Carson Beck thing. You, I don't know why you would even say that, John. Again, the man threw for more yards in his first start for as a quarterback for Georgia than any Georgia quarterback since David Green in 2001. Okay? What are you expecting out of them? They're playing vanilla, right? They played vanilla, and they'll play vanilla this week against no football state. They're playing the University of Tennessee, Martin Lawrence. They're not showing sure South Carolina nothing. Let's see what he does. All right. Second part of this, I, I just want to be clear because I think John's got something in his head that he's not true. John, I don't dislike the Georgia Dogs. kind of like them. I've been, been around here a long time. But if Georgia plays Nebraska, I'm sure as hell not rooting for Georgia because I'm not a Georgia – I went to school at Nebraska. <laughs> now, that's my old cross to bear right now. But, hey, listen, I've seen them win five national titles. So, I mean, that's not a bad thing for me. And as you know, younger fans, yeah, I feel for you. But, you know, look – I mean, I'm a Braves fan. I'm a Falcons fan. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm a United fan. When it comes to college football, you know, I'm not Switzerland because I would certainly favor, you know, Georgia Tech and the ACC and Georgia because I've covered them and worked around them than I do over, say, you know, Tennessee or Alabama or anybody else. Sure, of course. But just to, you know, that I'm a honk for Georgia, let's, you know, I'm a, I admit I'm a honk for the Braves and Falcons. Okay? I'm, 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 okay. Let's go to smooth. Hey, smooth. Do I have time for smooth? All right, let's get smooth in here.
10: Hey John, good, good good afternoon, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Of Course. Uh I I I so I, I wanna do a I do wanna do a quick take on college football. Um uh, and I and I I appreciate what you said, a couple things I'm gonna highlight it, but I, I wanna talk to them fans that was because uh, I wanna talk about the Colorado victory. And I know it was one game and there were some of us that actually believed that watched the whole process when Coach Prime got to Colorado that actually believed that they were going to win yesterday because we saw the process, we saw the players, did the research, went and looked at video on them, saw them practice, and said, hey, he's building a squad. you know. And I listened to the show yesterday and heard Abe Gordon saying, oh, it's going to be rough for him. Prime is going to be hurt tomorrow. But there were some of us, a lot of us that actually believed because we saw I, – I, I, I went behind the scenes and saw what they were doing. So, for what they did yesterday, it wasn't a surprise. I knew Dylan Edwards was, was, going, was going to catch a break because in practice, he's always running the 75-yard run. Um, Jimmy Horn is, is a beast in practice. Travis Hunter, all he likes to do is train and play football. He likes fishing, he likes training, he likes football. And I knew – Shadu was trained by Tom Brady, and, and, he, and he sits there and talks to Peyton Manning all the time, so we knew what he could do, so it didn't surprise us. But it's it's the national people that never went behind the scenes and took a look, and all these things was the transfer portal and this and that, and what is he doing? But there was a reason why all that happened, and, and, and we believed in it. So now, you know, I know it's one game, but it's a game that everybody said that Vegas, a twenty point, a twenty and a half loss that they was gonna take, and he showed everybody, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this since, I've been coaching since I was in playing football. I know what I'm doing. So it wasn't a fluke what I did at Jackson, Jackson State. I know what I'm doing. So no, I he what did. did. And again, you people. give
4: the man, you give the man his props, and, and a lot of people rooting for him and. You know, again, I appreciate smooth. I, I got to get to a break here. I, I'm sorry, the clock says I have to. Uh, no, I, I'm happy for Prime. Now, of course, I don't want him to win next Saturday. He can win. He can go 11 and one, just not next week. That's all. You know, I mean, next week I'm not. It's like I put my hands up. You know, crossing my fingers over to the next. No Prime next week for me. Okay, just I'm smooth. I'm being transparent here. Now, not when you're playing my team. <laughs> and there's an old blood feud between these two teams too, because Colorado and Nebraska don't like each other. For good reason, and there are lots of good reasons that have nothing to do with Prime. All right, quick break and more of your calls. Thanks, Smooth, and yeah, Smooth's right. Prime, I said don't. I I said I don't know, and he showed me he is ready. I had no idea he could go either way. He is ready. Uh, Sports Radio ninety time
6: again.
11: As we turn the corner into the new year. A lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: Every
5: touchdown.
3: Is he in? He's in. Touchdown Atlanta. Slam dunk. Bang.
5: Shot on goal.
3: Shot from distance. Score! Home run. It is gone. All season, here it here.
4: Even on the weekends.
3: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
4: From the Northern Kia Studios, John Frigge with you. We're going to add an NFL Falcons question in at the top of the hour, final hour of the show four four seven two six zero nine two nine. Yeah, I don't know. Again, this is. I think I find this so interesting because right now the two names, more so than in any other two names in in all of sports in the country that are kind of front and center nationally, even if the national media doesn't want to admit it, are two guys that played a batted leadoff for the Atlanta Braves, okay? Deion Sanders and Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, you should know this. I, I, I'm i not going to put him on blast, only because I like him. But a friend of mine who does is in the national media, okay? Here's the national media again. And I have a lot – by the way, most of the people that I ran across in the national media are good people. They just – they're self-absorbed, and they live in a—they're elitists. Again, they're not—it's not a Republican-Democrat thing. It's an elite rube thing. They're just—he thinks he's—he's he's one of those people who thinks he's a lot better than other people because that's what they are. Anyway, he was posting this morning, and he's in the national sports media, and he talked about Prime, and he did a big thing on Prime. All right, and so he put a picture of Prime up, uh, you know, as Colorado, and then, you know, talked about, you know, two sports. And the, you know what? Two sports, right? Okay. What picture did he put of Prime as a player? Just think— Yes, Prime, no, 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 Prime, as a Yankee. That's what he put up there, Prime is a Yankee. <laughs> That's what, it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know you're thinking Niners, Cowboys. No, Prime is a Yankee. <laughs> they want to claim him. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. It just it makes me laugh. If he wasn't a friend of mine, I'd put him on full blast. Uh, let's go to Drew. He's on with John. Hey, Drew, welcome to the show.
9: Hey, good afternoon, John. How are
4: you? I'm, I'm doing great. We're having fun today.
9: What up? Sounds like it. It's a beautiful day. Uh, it's a good day to talk about Atlanta sports. And uh, right now I really want to start with uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, though. I, I've got some some good and some bad that I saw from yesterday. Overall, obviously, it was good. We got a win. Um, and that's always the most important thing. I, we saw some development from some guys. I think Beck got more comfortable as the game went on. Um, I really like this guy, Muse. He reminds me a lot of Isaiah McKenzie. Um, from several years ago. Got wheels. Got wheels, you know, I got wheels. yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out what's bad.
4: What, what, what would you consider? I'm just curious, what would you consider bad?
9: Just a slow start, and I can understand why to a point. I just think that Beck looked really uncomfortable, and I don't think that the play calling helped him out a whole lot. I know that we're trying to be vanilla, like you said, but the run of the middle and putting us in third and long, you know, it doesn't really help the quarterback's confidence. You know, these, these short slants, those are good um, for, you know, just getting the ball out and helping with his timing. They were off at the beginning. And got, like I said, it got better throughout the game. Um, the other thing that I saw was, you know, overall the defense was good. One thing that concerned me, though, is that our leading tacklers, like four of our five leading tacklers from yesterday were in our secondary. And so that means that they're getting into our secondary pretty often. Well, okay, I I mean, again,
4: I I, I think this is an overreaction kind of Sunday afternoon. I get it. I I think a lot of Georgia fans are really overreacting to this. Uh, But uh, if you want to, that's fine. And and I understand it. I'm a fan, too. Um, But you won 48-7 still. And um, I I think, you know, in, in playing base, and that's another reason they may have gotten into the secondary, too, you're not run blitzing, you're not stunting, you're playing pretty much base. And so you're not showing, again, you're not showing South Carolina nothing. This week or next week, you're not, you can't. I mean, so uh, that's why I think there's a temporary reprieve in my book on anything you may consider from anybody named Bobo or Muschamp who's calling defensive for offensive snaps for this team is. Let's see what they do when it really counts.
9: Well, and it, then we it, get it, up you it. know, I'm, I guess I'm just nitpicking here. You know, obviously, yeah. you coach sees things to work on, so you know. You got a lot of new faces in there. You know, we had a lot of draft picks last year, just like the year before. So there's been some turnover. Obviously, we'll, we lost in Bennett. Uh, you know, our we got Branson Robinsons out for the year, so uh, we're down to more or less our second and third string running backs as our number one. Well, number I don't two. know the Branson. Oh, hang
4: on, back. I don't consider Branson. I don't think Branson Robinson was was first string. I mean, maybe fighting for second. Milton was first string. I mean, he was the first guy out of the box. Not not Branson. But anyway, the point is the point oh, is right. I don't think I don't think you ought to be worried. Uh, you know, let's let's see how they grow and develop over the course of the year. Right? You're still going to be near unanimous number one this week, and rightfully so, because I think, you know, when it comes to the college football media, which tends to be, by the way, college football media is the one area of media that tends to be far less elitist because, you know, they're, they're spread out nationally, truly nationally across the nation. And we all know that when it comes to, you know, college uh, athletics, that it's played in every place but New York and L.A. You know, so there you go.
9: We also have a lot of students that are writing some of these articles, you know, local papers at these schools. So, you know, they've got their own biases, but they're not necessarily elitist. Um, Right. right. Anyway, so as far as the Braves are concerned, um, I'm with you, John. This is the best Braves team I've seen in my lifetime. That 2021 team that won it all, they only won 88 games. They weren't, I mean, they they were below 500 going into the all-star break. And so this is the best team that I've ever seen. You know, we've had had some great 90s teams. I I mean, I'm only 28. I wasn't old enough to see some of those, uh, to really remember, you know, the 95 team. I was born in 95. They won like three months after I was born. But as far as I can tell, this team is on par to break all kinds of offensive records, you know. And you said that earlier. And, I mean, it's just ridiculous. You really – there's nobody in that lineup that you can pitch around. And, you know, as much as the Dodgers hate to admit it, they know that too. You know, the Dodgers have a few holes in their lineup. You know, they are no, the the correct. three or four guys after five. I mean, even Monty's; mm-hmm. they five. I think he's four or five hitter. Yeah, he can he can hit some bombs, but he's a he's two hundred five hitter right now.
4: Right, I know. you uh, right; you, know, you could try and game, pitch around. You his, know,
9: his defense. Yeah, was no,
4: good I mean, d- right. His d- his defense wasn't good. I do appreciate the call. I got full phone lines. I got to get to here. Here's the thing with the Braves: is, they haven't won anything yet, and so we can't anoint him the best Braves team of all time yet they got to win it okay and if they win it then I think we can talk about them being the best Braves team of all time Uh, but I will say that the body of work so far through 135 games is the best body of work that I've ever seen from a Braves team Um, and if you're wondering I'm yeah I'm old okay so I've seen a lot of Braves teams Uh, and but I will say this too this team unlike any team that we've seen, even the 106-win team, okay? And we've seen great teams, Chipper knows this. He was on those incredible teams. Because Chipper Chipper's the one guy that went from the 90s and that version of the Maddox, Glavin, and Spolts into the version of Andrew Jones and Galarraga and, you know, all those kind of guys. I mean, Frenchie did it a little bit, but Chipper really swung between those two eras. And so he he really can really speak to that. I think Chipper would probably say, this team does one thing that the other teams don't. This team t- has taken the will of a hottest team in baseball. They have literally, uh, when they played the Phillies, when they played the Mets, when they played the Marlins, when they played the Guardians, when they played the um, Dodgers, there's somebody else in there too. Maybe it was the Orioles or Rangers. One of the, Maybe it was the Rangers. They took on like seven times. They They ran up against the hottest team in baseball. A lot of times, maybe like five of those at their place and took their will from them. And they just did it from the Dodgers. And what Max Muncy was saying earlier, the one caller was saying, I think the Dodgers are concerned because I think we're in their head. Uh, let's go to uh, Breakfast Berry. He's on with John. Hey, Breakfast Berry. what up? Hey, John. First of all, let me
8: uh, say thank you for being a transplant um, and semi-rooting for the uh, dogs when you're not rooting for Nebraska. So we, we, we love taking anything we can
4: get. So as a – well, Former I moved here in 75, so I, I, yeah. I, I moved <laughs> so here still, in 75, still so still. it was, when you transplant, yeah. you know, and you don't get to make, you you know, you don't get to make, bury that call when you're, you know, 15 years old, you don't get to make that call.
8: <laughs> no, know? I, I know, and I was, and I, and I, and I transplanted from the North when I was uh, in, in 76, so I was a, a youngster, but um,
0: yeah, but I graduated right, from the right University
8: of too. Georgia, yeah. my brother did,
0: mm-hmm.
8: my, my daughter graduated two years ago and is in grad school from Georgia so and I go back to games quite often I'm you know I'm not so I've got 10 fraternity brothers that we text during the games all the time so was I panicking last night no am I a little concerned yes because I've seen Bobo call the offensive plays before years ago I'm thankful that he was with Todd Munkin last year to sort of to learn the ropes again but my concern is and like I said, it's just the first game. Yes, we had a slow start. Do I think we're going to win a national championship? Yes. I just, I'm concerned with Bobo's play calling. He got better as the game went on. You know, you're looking at Brock Bowers and you're like, the guy's a beast. Why aren't you using him more? You know, we're running up the middle. We're doing stuff, and it's just—it's a concern. It's not a—it's not a—you know—the house is burning down. Let's, you know. No, I I, I I totally everybody. get that. But That's it, why
4: I I think I Barry I I gave him a temporary, you know, yeah. I said it was a temporary pass sure. here. And and again, you're not. And by the way, you prepare for it next week too, guys, because you're going to get the same thing. Oh yeah. They're not going to show South I'll Carolina. They're not too. showing South Carolina oh. nothing. And no. and by the way, they and may I, not even and I don't want they, them to. And by the way they may not even need you're going to go oh, okay I understand against UT Martin and no football state but why didn't you do it against South Carolina cuz they may not need to and they may right. say no let's now, kind of over, I, let's, you know let's keep this in our we'll keep this in well, our quiver here my concern is is that
8: we've punted three times in the first four possessions that's my concern mm-hmm. right so you know should we be should, did I want to win 82 to 6 sure but I didn't, that's not what I was looking for. Now forty-eight to seven, I'll take it. But I was a little concerned with the slow start. That's all. I'm, hey, I think Carson Beck's no, going to do get, fine. I'm, I'm happy to see Brock Vandergriff throwing bullets, and also the third stringer coming in and throwing bullets. I'm like, okay, so we've got we've got backups if we need them. I'm not panicking. I'm just concerned. That's all. I want Bobo to step out of his comfort zone and play with the tools that he's got. You're exactly right. Let's not show South Carolina too much, but let's also be careful about stuttering a little bit. But I agree with you. I don't want to show South Carolina too much,
4: right? So I, yeah, I agree I, with that. No, no, I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate it, Barry. And, and that's fair enough, right? Uh, just for the record for out there for everybody, just again, just to kind of go over this, I, I went to their – it's called Georgia State Clarkston now. It was Georgia Perimeter on Memorial Drive there in Stone Mountain. And I went there before then. I went to a college called DeCap Central, okay, it was junior college at the time. And I was set to transfer into Georgia State, where my brother went. And uh, so I was ready to go over. I was going to go do the whole WRAS thing and work at Georgia State. And I had gone down there, met with, uh, and my cousin called from uh, the attorney with more money than he deserves, and said, "Why don't you go to Lincoln?" And I said, "Well, I can't afford out of state." He goes, "I'll pay for it." And I went, "Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <"Well>, okay, <laughs> sure." Uh, you know, I guess it's nice to have an attorney in the family. How about that? Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. One more hour. If you're standing here, we're talking about Prime. We're talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. We're talking about the Georgia Bulldogs. Your takes and your analysis. We get ready tonight. How about this LSU-Florida State game, huh? We ready for this one, too? And the Braves possibly sweeping the Dodgers? <laughs> Isn't it great that this game really doesn't matter? I mean, it'd be great, to be gravy, but if they don't get it, not so much. Right? Because they've proven their point already. They've already proven the point. I want them to win. Don't get me wrong, I want them to win, but they've proven their point. Your call's next to 404-726-0929. John Fricky on Sports Radio 90-Time the Game.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet?